Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'll take this is the center in the sink. Now here's late night drunk diner, Luke Anderson. And neurotic sociopath, Will Darkins. On 1080, The Fan. Hey, 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 happy Saturday morning, everybody. Sinner and Saint with you on a pins and needles type of day. Man, got my NBA free agency tracker up. I'm looking at Kevin, Kyrie, Clay. Kristaps, Kawhi, a lot of K names. Kristaps? Yeah, he's technically a uh, free agent, but the uh, Mavs have an eye on the max deal. I've got it right here. I've got the whole thing. You name me a free agent. I've got them all listed in uh, in order of points per game. Why is it that it seems like the Dallas Mavericks can never sign a big-name free agent? Like, they always they, have the money. they sign DeAndre Jordan? Okay, so big name free agent. <laughs> really though, think about it. Like, but yeah, if, but they did. Like, if did. you couldn't, or, or if you could pick one of those cities, like, wouldn't you want to move to Dallas where there's no income tax? One of those cities? You mean between like that and Canada? Well, Canada. You really want to move to Canada? Uh, they you signed have to pay Jason two Kidd. taxes on your uh, income. They got Jason Kidd, right? After he was with the Nets. Is that way back? Is that too far back? Excuse me. Didn't he play for the Mavericks? They signed him as a free agent. Or they trade for him. That was think. when J- Jason Kidd was washed up. Mm, didn't they? Wasn't he on the championship? Now, when team? was Jason uh, Kidd uh, best? Would you say? Well, let's find Jason. Two thousand. Yeah. That title was twenty eleven. Yeah, he's on a title team. Yeah. Big name free agent. Yeah. Who was the uh, Finals MVP that year? Oh, I'm sure it was Jason Kidd. Uh, I don't the know about that. Big named free agent. Let's see. But the Mavs signed, not re-signed. Signed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at, re-signing Dirk does not count. We got him in 2007. Ooh, boy. And let's see what he was doing points per game. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Nine points per game. Nine, oh, look at him. 9.9. That's practically 10 points a game. Isn't that weird, though? Seriously, because you yeah, think I'm about it. To think, like, I was trying to think about it. That's the only name that popped in my head is a guy that they even, I'm not even certain. But, yeah, it looks like he's. When but like seriously, agent. you don't want to live in New York. You probably that was a mid-season trade. You don't want to live in Los Angeles. That wasn't a free agent move. Why wouldn't you want to live in Dallas? I don't know. Dallas does Dallas sound appealing to you? Do you want to live in Dallas? If I had an S ton of money, yeah, huh? Probably. Dallas is a great city. They have an owner that's out there in the public. He seems like a guy that loves his team. Very supportive, right? He has the the brash billionaire owner. Uh, loves yeah. the players. Players love him. Seem to. I mean, you've had, you've, you've made, made the NBA Finals. You've won the NBA Finals. 
You've had exciting teams. Yeah, I don't know why the Dallas Mavericks isn't more of a uh, destination. Do you have any idea who their general manager is? Mm, isn't it Mr. Touchy Feely? Or did he get fired? I think that was their sales guy, wasn't it? No. Old, old Mr. Touchy Feely was... That wasn't uh, their sales guy. Yeah, it was their lead set. Well, there was a few guys. What? What? What are you talking about? You typing in old Mr. Touchy Feely Dallas? I don't a know if sales guy. Now, what what kind of sales are we talking about here? Uh, corporate sales. That was a okay. big story. Like uh, I don't know, eighteen months ago. Let's see here. Yeah, corporate sales guy. Are we getting to the name immediately? Yeah. Yes, president and CEO. There you go. <laughs> so not really sales. Well, no. But I listen. Terdema Ursery. Who's that? That's the guy. That's the guy that got That's Touchy Feely, the CEO and president of the team. Basketball operations? Yes. Ooh, yeah, that's never good. But yeah, they had a bad sales guy, too. I promise you that. I can pull it up, but yeah, it seems like a What a jerk work. sales guy. Yeah. So anyway. They had a toxic culture. Yeah. So maybe that keeps free agents away. I don't know, man. It seems like most pro athletes don't mind, you know, going to a team where, say, you know, a guy hit his wife in the elevator or they cover up stuff for players. It seems like athletes don't really care about that. Even though LeBron James says he cares about that kind of stuff, it's kind of weird that he goes to the Lakers where most of them are just scumbags. There's only three guys on the roster. What are you talking about, scumbags? Well, he went when their, uh, Magic Johnson was there. Magic Johnson's kind of a scuzzy guy. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. He's a bit scuzzy. Yeah, he's skeezed out by uh, old Magic, are you? Yeah, and Palenka. Yeah, Rob Polenka looks too much like Rob Lowe. He looks like a, a secondary Rob Lowe. He kind of does. Like uh, like on Alien, when they're trying to recreate Sigourney Weaver. It's Rob Polenka. Uh, Yeah, a little. Yeah, he looks very bored. Like yeah. all the time. I'm just flipping through pictures, and Rob Polenka just looks very disinterested in whatever's going on. Yeah. Uh, the Better You Today text on 55305. Wes Matthews went to Dallas. Yes, I said big name free agents. <laughs> yeah, Wes Matthews coming off of an injury. Yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Um, no, it's hard to think of somebody. I don't, yeah, not a lot popping into my head as far as Dallas and why they're not getting free agents. And they're not really much talk about free agents going to Dallas, but they had the DeAndre Jordan agreement and the Clippers went back and sent all of their forces out to drag him back to Los Angeles. I do recall that. There's an article on Fox News saying new Lakers GM Rob Palenka explains how he'll prove he's not Rob Lowe. <laughs> well, there you go. And there's a picture of him back-to-back. He's just a more tan Rob Lowe. If, Rob if Lowe's, you see the back-to-back. Rob Lowe's pretty tan. I know, dude, but yeah, Palenka's Palenka. really tan. Gotcha. Gotcha, like, gotcha, gotcha. Really tan. Uh, well, here's the thing about free agency. You mentioned this in your little sports center dealio bobber is tomorrow, 3 o'clock. Boom, open the floodgates, and they can make things official. So for your listening enjoyment, you've got Brandon Sprague joined by, did you say Jason Quick? Jason Quick will be from The Athletic. Hour two. What? Blazers Insider. Man, from The Athletic, right here on The Fan. Blazers Insider, Jason Quick. Blazers Insider, Jason Quick, with Brandon Sprague. That's right. To bring you up on everything. You need to know about free agency as it's happening, but we will keep an eye on all the rumors for you today. That'll be ever so much. Fun. Well, now, did you actually listen to my Sports Center update? Because I don't think you did. What? What do you mean? Well, the latest rumor that just came out within the past ten minutes. Well, it's that Kawhi Leonard 
and Kevin Durant are going as a package somewhere. Apparently. Possibly. Potentially. We've Definitely. Also got, we've it's all, happening. Well, we've also got Kawhi Leonard uh, meeting with Magic Johnson. Your skis. So uh, Magic Johnson, who no longer works for the Lakers, and Jeannie Buss will meet with Kawhi Leonard. Isn't that weird, though, that Super Kawhi weird. Leonard would want Magic Johnson in a meeting? It makes no sense to me. Like, that guy, I would assume, like, I, uh, just kind of seeing that guy from a public face, I would assume that, like, the best meeting he's going to have is Toronto because they're the most stable. They're well, just, they've granted Toronto the final. Yes, Interview. It's just a bunch of stable dudes who have a stable franchise that understand where they are and go, oh, yeah, well, uh, if we keep you, the East is still going to suck because Kyrie Irving sucks and everybody knows it. He just somehow fools people into saying he's going to make their team better. Look at the Celtics without him. Look at the Celtics with him this past year. No, no, no. I'm I'm with you there. It's He's really? just a terrible leader in person. I don't think he's a bad basketball player. Dude, no, it's the poison theory. Yeah, he's definitely... Like, he's a good basketball player. Yeah. He just sucks when you put him on a team. It's weird. It <laughs> he's happens. Great as, he's great as Uncle Drew. Yeah. And then... You Rajon Rondo fit this bill, too, later in his career. He's he's an incredible point guard. But then, you like, you'd put him on a team, and somehow they'd kind of start sucking, except for the Bulls. And the Pelicans. And, well, you know, the Celtics, of course. So, yeah. You have playoff yeah. Rondo. Yeah. Yeah, he... He's a very weird guy. Kyrie Irving, very weird guy. Kawhi Leonard, pretty weird guy. Kevin Durant, very weird guy. We've got all of these personalities. He's a bitch. Well, <laughs> not so much weird. Your words. Yes. Oh, 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 oh. KD, you cheese butt. Or LeBron at. KD, LeBron, he gonna yam on you. Uh, I think is what you meant to say. But you've got all of these really bizarre personalities. Originally, it was going to be Kyrie and KD as a package going somewhere. Okay. Like, they're buddies. You can see it. Both kind of odd personalities. Now, the fact that Kawhi is tied into all of it. The thing that makes me happy about tomorrow is we should have resolution in all of this. There's a lot of pieces out there that are still floating around in free agency that are going to be interesting. It'll be, I'm kind of wondering where they'll fall, but I think you need like the big dominoes to move, right? Because D'Angelo Russell's a restricted free agent. So that means, and they've offered him a qualifying offer this morning, uh, according to sources. So that means if Kyrie Irving ends up with the Brooklyn Nets, that you would imagine that D'Angelo Russell then becomes a free agent in in truth and and some you're not keeping both guys, eh? really, really, dude. I mean, I, seriously, uh, if I'm the Nets right now, I don't know if I'm really making a move for Kyrie Irving because you're those are the reports. Yeah, I know, but you're gonna replace D'Angelo Russell, who's an up up and coming guard who has proven that he's somebody who has even more potential than you would have thought. With a guy where you know exactly what you're getting yep. and the track record isn't exactly great when he's leading your team. Now, maybe the Nets are going to be uh, have the inside track here and they understand that they're going to also get Kawhi Leonard or Kevin Durant or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure this isn't going to end well if you get Kyrie Irving just leading your Nets team. It's not going to end well at all. Yeah. It's going to be really bad. And in fact, most of these scenarios, if they don't have these players stay put – they're all going to end up really bad. Can you imagine KD and Kawhi Leonard on the Knicks? No, I have a hard time picturing that. That's not going to end well. No? No, it's You don't really think that's going to be them hoisting up the Larry O'Brien? Yeah, no, because K 
Kevin Durant's going to push Kawhi Leonard to the edge and actually make him emote. Well, and Kevin Durant's not going to play this year. Yes. I mean, there's there's almost zero chance that he comes back at any point during the 2019-2020 season, even if the team that he's on gets to the NBA Finals. So you have a very a weird dynamic where you've got, I think, as bizarre of personalities as you do as bizarre of options. I mean, the fact that Kawhi Leonard is interested and according to Stephen A. Smith, very interested in going to the Los Angeles Lakers. The idea that you have an NBA finals MVP that's just going to, you know, leave. I, I still think you just sign a one year deal and stay in Toronto for at least one more year is the best option for him. But I have no read on this guy whatsoever. Like you said, the fact that the nets are interested in Kyrie, but you hear other reports that it's, they're only interested in Kyrie if they can, he can help them bring in Kevin Durant. But how much of this is about friendship? Where Kevin- I, I just, I'm not touching Kyrie Irving if I'm any team. I, I mean, he's just proven he- with his track record. Like even in the very beginning when he was trying to lead Cleveland, when he was, you know, probably his rawest, most athletic form before the knee surgeries and the injuries and all that kind of crap, like he sucked. Well, the team sucked that he was on. But you put him with LeBron James, he wins sure. the championship. Yeah, he so wins you put the him with Kevin you put him with Kevin Durant. If he's if he's the piece, if if Kevin Durant says in a meeting going, Yeah, I'll show up if you get, if you bring Kyrie along. Yeah. Then you bring- I think that's a great idea. Get two insanely insecure people in one room. <laughs> Especially if it's New York City. Yeah. I think it'll Especially go really Especially well. in the middle of the world's largest media market. That's what I'm trying to say, dude. I don't think any scenario is going to really end well here. Unless yeah. Kevin Durant decides to sign again with the Warriors and Kawhi Leonard decides to, like you said, sign like a one-year with the Raptors. Then everything, I think, will probably end well for all these players. But if they decide to team up with each other, it's just not going to end well. Kevin Durant is an insufferable person. <laughs> he just is. His attitude creeps into everything. And even though he's really, really talented... He has these injuries pop up like this where it completely derails a team because they sunk all their money wait, into Wait, wait, wait. You're bl- First of all, they don't have any money sunk into him, especially since he opted out of the player option Dude, that he they had. they had to sink money into him. Look, of course, they did. Did, of course they did, yes. Did but, you see that bench for the Warriors? I know, but yes, but if you have Kevin Durant in that series, it's an entirely different thing. This is the first time that he's had an injury that ended his season, and he did whoa, try whoa, whoa, to come whoa. back. I don't know about that. I think he's had injuries that have ended his season. I'm actually very sure. It's the only one he had with the Warriors. Yes, that's correct. Let's go check back with the... He had nagging injuries with the Thunder. I don't remember him having a season-ending injury that derailed uh, the mo- team. That's I fine. most definitely remember those. Okay. That's why you're looking it up on Google. I am. I, just I need definitely to remember it. it. I just need to jog my memory with this machine that has I need access to, know to the, when. Inter- the interwebs right here. So... What I'm saying is you can't blame a guy for the injury, especially when the injury occurred when he tried to come back when the team was down. So that I would disagree with right there. By all accounts, teammates loved him in at first in Oklahoma City. He left because he didn't like Russell Westbrook, not the other way around. Everybody in Golden State just sings his praises. Outwardly, yes, he's insufferable with the media, but I don't know, man. You give a guy that's going to miss an entire season – and this might be your only chance if you're the Knicks to go out and get a guy like that, it makes the NBA more interesting. You said this on Thursday when we were uh, doing primetime, but I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing for the NBA, but right now, this week of free agency is probably more entertaining than the regular season. That's kind of the scary part. Let's talk more about that. We'll do it next. You're listening to The Sinner and the Saint right here on 1080 The Fan. 
Bomber Brothers' huge three-day sale is back June 28th through the 30th. Buy one, get one free. 50 and 70% off specials. World-famous Excaliburs are only $44.99 when you buy a case of four. 96-shot motor mouth and happy clown bomb, $9.99. Crowd favorite, loyal to none, just $29.99 with purchase of Excalibur. Grand finale, 115-shot evil eye, just $59.99. Visit one of our two mega locations in Vancouver or our new location in Camas at Northeast 3rd Avenue. Locations at bomberbrothers.net. From the farm to the garden, Moen Machinery is your first stop for quality equipment. Family owned and operated for the last 72 years, makes Moen Machinery the place to go for everything Kubota. Dreaming of turning a few acres of land into something extraordinary? Kubota lets you be extraordinary and accomplish the extraordinary with the BX80 Series Subcompact Tractor. So much power, comfort, and versatility in a single all-purpose work machine. Headlights to hitch, the BX80 series delivers the quality you'd expect from Kubota. Nothing less than extraordinary. New Kubota BX80 series, arriving now at Moen Machinery. Stop by and let the experts at Moen Machinery put you behind the wheel of a new Kubota BX series tractor. Moen Machinery on Hogan Road in Gresham, 503-666-9159 or online at moenmachinery.com, moenmachinery.com. Mike Barrett here for Wilsonville Toyota. That's the dealership that sold more new Toyota vehicles than any other Oregon dealership in 2017 and again in 2018, according to Toyota North America. I don't discuss inventory or prices much when talking about Wilsonville Toyota because you're a smart consumer and that's info you can get on your phone these days. What I do talk a lot about is the process and experience you can expect at Wilsonville Toyota. Here's a tip when you're car shopping. There's more to what you pay than just the price of the vehicle. The Total transaction matters. Trade value, finance rates, protection products, accessories, fees, and of course, your time. Wilsonville Toyota is completely transparent with all the numbers that go into your transaction. No guesswork. That creates the best buying experience. And I mentioned time. They make things simple. And Dealer Raider says they've given Wilsonville Toyota their Consumer Satisfaction Award every year it's been presented. One person, one price, no bull. That's Wilsonville Toyota. Portland Parks. Get great deals. Deals on 9 or 18 holes for you and a friend, including a cart and a credit for the bar at the newly renovated and redesigned Cedars on Salmon Creek. Save more than 50% next time you golf at the Cedars with PortlandPerks.com. This is the Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. Welcome back. Luke Anderson, Will Darkens with you. Lovely day in Portland. Oh, it's just so nice. I'm happy about that. Should be a nice weekend. Supposed to hit 79 today. I'll tell you what, I, I was in, uh, in that studio during Golf in the Northwest and I looked outside and there was just just huge woman jogging. What's that? Just huge woman. She must have been 6'4 and just like ripped. Oh, so you're saying jacked. Yeah, she was massive. A very large person. Yeah. See, I never. I don't see many women that are that big. You catch any of the uh, Women's World Cup yesterday? Oh, no. Defense uh, Defense woman? Defenseman? Defense person? For, uh, for person. France? 
Okay. I don't know. Six foot three. Uh, quite the imposing figure. Uh, yeah. She was, yeah, I think she maybe had three or four goals in the World Cup, but France is now eliminated. Did you know that? Because the U.S. women's team, awesome. Yeah, I did know that. Yeah, Megan Rapinoe, two goals. She was mired in controversy going into the game. Oh, half of America could not stand her. She's picking a fight with the president on the old Twitters. Pfft, two goals. Doesn't even, let it, doesn't even let it phase her. You know where she went to college? You know where she played her collegiate soccer? UP, right? UP. You got it. And then you got that iconic picture. The one her in the corner pointing yeah. up. That's pretty good. Pretty I don't good. know if... No, that doesn't beat the uh, the sports bra pick. Oh, the Brandy Chastain yeah. Uh, yeah, shirt off slide. Yeah, that one's just... No, that, that, was, to, that was to win the, the whole enchilada, the whole cornucopia. Didn't we beat the Chinese that year? Yeah, I, I believe that we did. Got Chinese. those Chinese. Jeez. Tell you what. Yeah. What? No, what? What do you tell me? Well, that's it. That's all you're telling me? <laughs> uh, so, one of the rumors flying around free agency, Kawhi Leonard interested in Los Angeles. Dude, Brandy Chastain was shredded. Yeah. She's a professional athlete, dude. I know, but like... Yeah, she's at the height. She was really shredded. Yes. She's at the height, the pinnacle of sport. This is a world, a true world champion. Not like the World Series or the the, the World Classic in golf or something ridiculous. This is a world championship in a, in a world, a global sport. Soccer is a global sport, and she was at the pinnacle of it. Do you expect her to be anything less than shredded? Well, you expect her to win a World Cup and be doughy, darkens? Well, so for the most part, a lot of soccer players are kind of thin and rangy. Mm. I mean, she's she's shredded. And this was back in 99. Yeah, back when shredded wasn't a thing. Yeah, I don't know, man. A lot of soccer players, they look athletic, but not like this. Yeah, well, she's also in full flex, too. Are you looking at her during the slide? She slides. She's got the, you know, biceps. I mean, this is muscle pumped. mass. I understand what you're saying. And I like also how you uh, compared it to fat baseball players that are useless and get paid for doing nothing. Well, this is what I'm saying. This is not that. This is the actual opposite of that. That's exactly what I was saying. The opposite the of baseball players who it, bitch it, constantly about the balls not being the right weight or whatever. Also, and then they hire astrophysicists to measure the balls because they're too lazy to do it themselves. Well, they don't have the that ability comparison. to do it. Yeah. Well, that and their World Series is played you know, almost entirely in the United States with one team in Canada. And that they have one team who's trying to get uh, their team over to Canada for half the season because they can't sell any tickets. Well, they can sell some tickets. They sell about 5,000 a game in their 20,000-seat stadium, which is already the smallest in baseball, and they can barely fill uh, a quarter of that. Yeah. Is that what you're complaining about? God. What? So, Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Kawhi, you back? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm here. You're back? You done with your little... Still got Rapino though, on the screen. Yeah. You're out of your bandy chest. Intimidating. Loop, She's a great athlete. Yeah. And and you realize the level of focus that a great athlete has when she needs to step it up for a team and country. She shuts out everything, even when the noise is the president of the United States barking at her on Twitter. Regardless of what the dispute was, we don't need to get into that. Just being able to shut out all the noise, go out there and focus. They needed two goals to win it. She got them both. Gatorade. USA. <laughs> Gatorade. <laughs> Pretty good. 
Uh, so if Kawhi Leonard goes to the Lakers, how much do you hate the NBA next year? Not really. In fact, if wait, what? No, what? Come on. Come on. What? The Lakers. Yeah, it's fine. Dude, so, they're so, past. So here's your starting lineup. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, mm-hmm. Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, first name, last name. That's your starting lineup. Sweet. Who's on that bench? Dude, who cares? Oh, right. You think that's... Because that works for the Warriors, right? Uh, yeah. If you if you look back... Oh, the last two seasons, who was on their bench in uh, the, the back-to-back championships they won before... Andre Iguodala. Before two of their primary players. Andre Iguodala. Yeah, and was he there Sean last Livingston, year? Sean McGee, yeah. or M- well, whatever. JaVale McGee. Yeah, that's right. He started. He didn't start. JaVale McGee. two seasons back. Yeah. He rotated in Andre Iguodala and JaVale McGee, depending on what lineup they wanted to roll out. They would both start in playoff situations. I don't think I really hate the Lakers because, to be quite honest, I don't know what can fix the Lakers, and I don't think this is it. I I really don't. Even if you sign Kawhi Leonard, I I think that this whole kind of like slimy, bad culture that LeBron James and his agent have brought in there, I, I, I just don't think you can kind of get over it. I really don't. And you've just gutted the entire roster. And, I mean, it's been proven again and again and again. You can't really win completely with just superstars. Like, even when they were on the heat, they had to get help from veteran players. Maybe they can do that and fill out the roster, but... Kyle Korver, J.R. Smith, Vince Carter. Uh, <laughs> Vince Carter shot almost 40% from three. It's not good if you're getting Kyle Korver as your uh, primary bench score. Not well, anymore. They're just looking for shooters. Though. But that's the thing is you can play in a rotation where you have Kawhi Leonard or LeBron James on the court at all times. Now, listen, they're both going to take off 25 to 30 games during the regular season. I would love the idea of that team just squeaking in as an eight seed, picking up a bunch of veterans at the trade deadline and just going out there and making a run because I think they would because that's the way LeBron James operates. But it's the Lakers. I can't I can't get my head around how the Lakers can just manipulate everything and suck so bad doing it. They had one bad year because they had kept all those young guys Dude, and LeBron James. They haven't James had are, one bad year. Well, no, no, but with They've LeBron had a bad James, decade. Well, six straight years without the playoffs. <laughs> I get that, but I'm saying if they get Ka- Kawhi Leonard. Dude, it puts them in it at a completely different level. I think they can still fail with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, but I think it's harder than you think it is for that to end up being a disaster. But you add a third superstar, especially a two-way player like Kawhi Leonard, I think that's really, really bad. So you still don't have anybody running the point, and I know that I've heard from a lot of other people who go, well, it doesn't matter. LeBron James can run the point. LeBron James is almost 35 years old and coming off of the worst injury of his career. I don't think he's going to want to run the point. Kawhi Leonard can't really run the point forward unless you're within two to three minutes in a game and Anthony Davis for the most part is Mr. Glass dude that guy gets hurt all the time in fact he missed portions of this season I I I'm kind of like skeptical about this happening the the Lakers just seem to make bad decision after bad decision and I get it that they you know got LeBron James and they had all these young pieces that didn't seem to work out around him but Let's also point to the fact that D'Angelo Russell was traded, went to Brooklyn, which many people considered like, you know, hey, say goodbye to your career. (laughs) And he completely revitalized his career and became one of the best up and coming guards in the league. 
I'm just saying, I don't know how much Kawhi Leonard being on that team helps, to be quite honest. What? I really don't. Why? But how can one of the best two-way players, a guy that just led the Toronto Raptors to the NBA championship, not help a team that already has LeBron James and Anthony Davis? You have three of the best, what, seven players in the NBA? How is it that the Boston Celtics could get Kyrie Irving, probably the most talented point guard in the league, ball handler, best interior scorer for a guard, and get worse. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and they had Gordon Hayward too, right? They yeah. get them. The whole idea was the Celtics were good enough last year to make a run in the playoffs. They get two great players this year. They should be better. I think the Lakers have this weird mental block where they basically say, look, we're just going to ignore the idea of synergy and culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're like, look, I, I, we don't really care about creating a culture here. That really doesn't matter when it comes to winning championships. It's just about raw talent. And I think they still have that idea because they're living in the past of the ideas of like Kobe and Shaq together, right? Sure. They won some NBA titles together. They won three straight. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, that whole team disintegrated and it turned to crap for five years because of the fact that the culture didn't work. And yeah. Kobe was left on an island for the better part of the 2000s until really like what, 08? Yeah. So I, I think the Lakers are still living in this old idea that all you got to do is have the best players and you'll win. It's a pretty good system. Yeah. So here's what I did. with the Golden State Warriors, they had some of the best players, but they were able to fit in those glue guys like Draymond Green yeah. and uh, what's his face? The old guy off the bench, 34. <laughs> Sean Livingston. Sean Livingston. Uh, yeah, he's just slowly deteriorating. But they, yeah. had, they had Mo Spades. They had David West. They had guys that were sprinkled in there. I mean, Harrison Barnes was a was one of the uh, death lineup, and they let him go in favor of Kevin Durant. And slowly they had that the guy bench. we overpaid for. What was his name? <laughs> Festus Azili. <laughs> yeah, they had Festus Azili. But they but they you're right that they slowly depleted that bench. And but I mean to have two catastrophic injuries to your team in the NBA finals. I mean, remember Clay missed a game for his hamstring before he ended up tearing his ACL. So I'm just what I here's what I did. I've got the NBA list of free agents. Okay? All of the free agents. There's more than 200 free agents. Whoa. I know. That it's, is a lot. It's, well, it's crazy because there's guys that you just never think of. You know, I mean, uh, a restricted free agent is Jake Lehman right now. You know, there's guys like that on every roster that we just don't think about. So here's what I did. I took the F NBA free agents and I sorted them by oldest. We'll go through and we'll find all the pieces because if they had another max player, all they're doing is adding guys for the minimum. So we'll go through old guys that will fill out the Lakers lineup for you. Culture guys. And we'll do it right after this uh, Sports Center update. There are some fantastic names on this list. I bet. This Lakers team's going to be sweet. Did they also try this last year? Uh, they tried they it with Gary Rajon Payton Rondo. and Carl Malone. They did it with Steve Nash. Uh you might, you have, there's some validity to what you're saying, but this, it's a just pretty, get the best guys on the court and you'll win. <laughs> Gary yeah. Payton, Carl Maloney, Lakers uniform, hey. Steve Nash sitting there collecting a fat paycheck. Carl Malone was supposed to be the bridge between Kobe and Shaq. And then they lost to the Pistons for like yeah. no reason at all. Absurd. And Carl Malone never got his championship. Darren Collison. Does that name ring a bell? It does. This is a very uh, interesting story to me because he seems like uh, he's pretty young to do this. He's retiring. Yeah. 31 years old. That's generally for a guard. Still hanging around the prime. Mm -hmm. uh, he's retiring because he wants to concentrate on helping the less fortunate 
through being a Jehovah's Witness. Yep, it's a faith-based retirement from the NBA. Do you think that he tried to convert teammates? Yes. Yeah, I do too. I, I'm my guess when I read this this morning, I thought that it was as much to like he probably believes in his heart that he's going out and doing things, but I think a part of it is probably culture clash too. Makes it tough to stick around the end. You know what I mean? Either that or like the bad word spread about him through every team and just nobody wants to sign him. Yeah, like this guy. Yeah. I know he's trying to convert everybody. Yeah. More sports scores and stories in 30 minutes. Will Darkens from the 1080 The Fan Sports Desk, Portland Sports Leader. Hey, it's Luke Anderson. Right now, we're getting our backyard ready to entertain for summer. Killing the moss, weeding flower beds, and we just pressure washed our fence. But if you really want to make your outdoor living space an extension of your home, don't forget about your technology. My friends at Encore Audio Video have more choices than ever to bring your music, TV, and sports outside with you. See how you can improve the look and sound of your yard at Encore Audio Video's showroom at 14th and Everett in the Pearl. CCB 206144. Hi, I'm Dave Thomas, owner of Royal Exteriors, and I'm the one they don't want you to call. Have you received a quote for new windows and have quote shock? Get triple pane for up to 60% less than most other companies' double pane. How? Watch my video at royalexteriorsllc.com. You guys know me. I like to save money, but I also appreciate great value. And this 4th of July, there's no better value than TNT fireworks. Sprague here, and this year, be the most impressive person in your neighborhood who has all the great fireworks. TNT fireworks lights up every 4th of July and is now open in Oregon and Clark County, Washington. And listen to this. Oregonians buying in Washington are tax-free through the end of June. That's right, tax-free. Find a TNT location near you at TNTfireworks.com. But I passed the breath test. This is Mac Daniel Reynolds with the Reynolds Defense Firm, and we specialize in one thing. We represent good people facing DUI charges. While you know that it's illegal to drive with a .08 or greater blood alcohol content, not everyone knows that you could be arrested in Oregon for an alcohol DUI even if you blow well under a .08. We regularly represent people who've been arrested after driving with a .07, a .06, even a .05 blood alcohol content. An officer's standard to arrest you if you're below a .08 is whether he or she thinks you're not as sharp mentally or physically as you would have been if you hadn't drank. This is a pretty loose standard, and it's a way that many of the good people we represent find themselves needing our help when they thought they were doing everything right. I hope you never need to call us, but if you or someone you know does need help, please contact the Reynolds Defense Firm as soon as possible. As one of our clients wrote after working with us, it pays to have a good lawyer but it's a really sound investment to have a great one. The Reynolds Defense Firm. We're solid, we're here if you need us, and we are very good at what we do. 70% of Oregon's wildfires are started by people. One careless spark can destroy all that we love. It doesn't take much for a wildfire to ignite and spread quickly across our state's beautiful landscape. Everyday activities like mowing your grass or driving your car can spark a wildfire. Be extra careful this summer. Check weather conditions, follow posted fire restrictions, and keep fire tools on hand to be able to extinguish sparks or fires quickly. Go to KeepOregonGreen.org to learn how you can prevent wildfires. Sponsored by the Keep Oregon Green Association, the Oregon Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Hey, it's the Less Fat Cam. Now, I've never felt better in my life. That is no joke. And to prove it, my photos are on Facebook and Instagram. Better you today. Schedule your free consultation and get one week free when you sign up for a four-week program. BetterYouToday.com.
This is The Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. I'm alive. I'm alive. All right, welcome back. Luke Anderson, Will Darkens, your sinner and saint, bringing you both good and evil from the world of sports. <laughs> we'll let you guess who's who. Oh, oh hour two. Huh? Uh, hour two. Yeah. The second hour of this show. Uh-huh. Uh, Jen Ellis coming back. We're going to talk some baseball. Okay. It'll be fun. Uh, she's got a new job with the hops. We'll hear how that's going. Uh, she's our your on-field uh, roving reporter uh, out on the uh, hops games. She's uh, like the on-field MC. Yeah, she is. It's, it's really fun. So we'll, we'll hear how that's going. Uh, very cool spot for her. She's also got a bunch of different sunglasses that she wears, apparently. Uh, and uh, one of the uh, carryovers uh, from the Fan Golf Classic, we're getting a visit from the Big Fat Wieners food truck. Going to have to turn the mic down on that, gentlemen. Yeah, probably. But he's going he's gonna to bring by some food, and, uh, and we're going to talk with him a little bit about what's going on. They've got some big news. So that'll be fun all an hour, too, a lot of baseball. Uh, but right here, we're, we're talking about the NBA free agency, the best soap opera in sports. Maybe not the best regular season in sports. Maybe not even the best playoffs in sports. But the offseason, I mean, the NBA is giving the NFL a run for their money. Oh, yeah. The NFL offseason is really boring for the most part. Yeah. I, I mean, there's, really, there's some big moves right after the Super Bowl. You yeah. Get like a week. The draft is great. NFL draft is great. But the, man, the soap opera about around free agency in the NBA. Ooh, boy. I think what's so kind of boring about the NFL is camp. Like, yeah. I really don't like camp news. It's just really... <laughs> Uh, like, yeah. I really don't care how rookies are doing in camp. I'd rather just see the games. Yeah, but you don't care about NBA Summer League. Uh, I don't, but they don't make such a big deal of it. I you know what that. I mean? Like, well, the, the national media kind of doesn't... I mean, the NBA Summer League, maybe, like, very slightly for dudes like Zion. But yeah, game like, one, R.J. Barrett versus Zion. Sure, I guess yeah. ticket prices are out of the... But for the, the NFL, right? like, when you go into camp, like, what they're yeah. doing right now, like, they give you updates, and they show you these stupid B-roll things of, like, Le'Veon Bell, like, taking little Texas routes, and you're just like... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you, see, did you see Tommy? Tommy threw the ball 61 miles an hour. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. He threw the ball, a football, 61 miles an hour. You think he's on roids? I hope so. Yeah. Wouldn't that be sense, great? Right? He, no, it, well, it doesn't because he's the least roidy looking guy, but he's doing something. You know what I mean? Maybe he's got the perfect wash going where yep. it's just like a smidge of roids with like a really good protein shake. Yeah. Well, but he, the, the trick is he's like, yeah, I don't need to look buff to be buff. And he's got some sort of, uh, you know, mutant ooze running through his veins that keeps him healthy and strong. I think it might also be that, like, you know, we don't really see Tom Brady much for, like, maybe a month out of the year. He goes to Europe a lot. Yeah, he gets kind of recluse. And maybe that's where he, like, really washes it in and just starts to, like, lift and just, you know, poking his butt and just getting those roids in and lifting. And then he lets it kind of peter out. And so he always looks really good coming into camp. And he just kind of lets it peter out through the season. That's why he's always kind of hurt during the season. Here, here's, it's not the age. It's the roids yeah. wearing off. You ready You ready for the uh, crazy prediction? Tom Brady retires, gets jacked. Like Dr. Dre, Dave Chappelle, like Mike Bibby jacked. Like he just starts using all the roids and just builds out just this chiseled frame. And just, yeah, totally roids out. Who's the golf player? Uh, who The golfer? Yeah, the golf player who uh, 
something with a gator. Doesn't he? He always has some with a gator. Yeah, we're down with a gator. No, no, no. Talking about Greg Norman. Yeah, Greg old Norman. Na- old naked jacked golfer. Now, yeah, Greg Norman. He got really jacked after yeah. retiring. Well, he lives on a ranch down in Australia too, though. So I think he's got you know 145,000 acres that he's trying to tame of the wild outback. Dude, that's the way to Look retire. Look at him, gators. That'd be so sweet and to retire I'm driving like that. the head across the airback. That was not a very good airback. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't you want to retire and just kind of like go live off of the land and yeah. go work and just kind of hang out? So. Yeah, just go get a spot out in uh, eastern Washington, eastern Oregon somewhere. Yeah. Get a bunch of bunch of cattle. Bunch of cattle. Start yeah. to be a uh, doomsdayer. Oh, I don't know if I would go that far. Buy a place that has an old Cold War bunker. All right, so the Lakers. The Lakers get Kawhi Leonard, oh, or, okay. or they don't. They get a, they get another Max. Wait, you're player. saying they have signed Kawhi Leonard? It's happened. Well, he's meeting with Magic Johnson. It's pretty much a done deal, considering Magic Johnson doesn't work for the team. Meeting with Jeannie Buzz, who really doesn't have any control over what's going on with the players. Since he's meeting with the two of them, it's just basically a foregone conclusion that he is on that roster. Look, I want to meet with you guys, but I want to make sure I have that unstable, crazy guy in the room too. Yeah, and the lady that doesn't really do any of the decision making stuff. Yeah, on both of them. I need them both in the room. Yeah, uh, Frank Vogel, you just stand on the outside of the door because yeah. we're not even sure if you're actually going to be the coach by the time yeah. the season starts. Voice of reason, please. Yeah, stay out of this. So we assume that the Lakers are going to fill out their roster with old guys and young guys you've never heard of. The cool thing about the old guys is you've heard of them. So you said, what was your question? Who's going to play point? Well, yeah, just who's going to fill the roster. So out. here's what I did. I took all 200 of the NBA free agents and I filtered them by age and we'll eliminate guys like Channing Fry and uh, Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki. They're all old guys, but they're playing on retiring. They're not coming back to play. So you're basically saying, look, here's the dudes you can sign at veteran, veteran minimum. Yeah. How about JJ Berea playing point? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you like that one? <laughs> Keep going. Uh, well, J.J. Redick is probably going to still make some money, right? How about this one for I don't you? know if you could convince J.J. Redick to go to that S show. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't, but this guy you can. How about this? 11 points per game, five and 5.2 assists per game, three rebounds from a guard, 35 years old. I give you Raymond Felton. Oh. Right, Dude, please. I that guy would sign that for zero dollars oh, to play on it. that team. Can you imagine Raymond Felton there? Fat Raymond Felton. Fat Raymond Felton running the point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jose Calderon and Jamal Crawford. There's your guards. What about Glenn Rice? Can I just have him come hey, out of retirement? I don't, I don't have Glenn Rice on <laughs> here, but hey, Vince Carter. Here's there's a little news blurb on these. Vince Carter's the oldest guy on this list, 42 years old. Okay. The report on him, not retirement, Knicks. Wouldn't you rather go play for the Lakers if you're Vince Carter? You'd love to see him on there, dude. If I was Vince Carter, I'd go back to Toronto. No suggestion on retirement for Pau Gasol. Eh. You know who's still playing? Hmm. Udonis Haslam. Oh, yeah, that old guy. Now, he, he, he was actually a big part of Miami. Thank you. Haslam, he'd go. What and, was that, 10 years ago? <laughs> yes, it <laughs> was. Uh, you could get Nene. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. You want some, uh, let's see, who else was on here? Uh, Zaza Pachulia, oh. 35 years old. Now, that would really round the roster out, he would play. It? He'd play for nothing. You know that he would. See, all these players you're suggesting, it, it, it really just doesn't matter, right? Like, uh, this is all, no matter who they sign, unless it's going to be some quality guys, like, that 
they take that max spot, they take that max money, and they spread it out over some quality guys. It doesn't matter who they sign because they're going to end up, like you said, around that petering nine and eight range. I, I honestly do believe that. Even if they sign Kawhi Leonard, yeah. I think something's going to happen near the All-Star break where they yeah. just start to disintegrate because they figure out that you're going to have to run LeBron James absolutely ragged. Anthony Davis is going to have to play as many minutes as he did in New Orleans, which we found out causes injury. And Kawhi Leonard's going to have yeah. to shoulder the entire load. And he's getting older, too. And he needed, like, what, 20 games off this year? You need a center? <laughs> yeah. You need a center? 30, sure. 35 years old? Nobody's talking about oh, 34 years old. Dwight Howard. How about he comes back to Los Angeles? Wouldn't you love to see this? I think he's still trying to uh, kick that suit from the transvestite. <laughs> That might that might disturb what he's his play. Oh, Taj Gibson playing a little forward. Andrew Bogut out there. Uh, here's your center. This is your center opening day, starting center for the Los Angeles Lakers. Joe Kim Noah. Actually, that wouldn't be very bad to be quite honest. I'm because saying. you really don't need him. I mean, Anthony Davis is essentially your offensive center. He'll yeah. be a defensive presence. Actually, that's the first name on that list you've mentioned besides JJ Redick. That sounds okay. Okay, but Kyle Kuzma is your sixth man. You're starting lineup. Raymond Felton, <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, LeBron okay. James, Anthony Davis, Joe Kim Noah. So what, Kawhi's playing the two? <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, you put Kuz out there, I mean, you probably play Anthony Davis at your starting center, but your backup is Joe Kim Noah? Yeah, well, no, you could start Joe Kim. I mean, you could just have Davis be the five on the offensive side of the ball sure. and then have him switch off. Yeah, but he can, he can, play, he can, he can play from the wing too. That's the interesting yeah. thing with him. Anyway, I, I think again, it, just kind of having this 5,000 foot view, right? I, I kind of think the Lakers are missing the mark on everything <laughs> in that you look at guys like Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I mean, none of those guys really have a lot of pace to their game anymore. Yeah. LeBron James used to, but he's a little bit older and he needs a little bit more time off during a game. And really, when you get down to it, those guys can be pretty isocentric players. Yeah. And I feel like if you get all three of them on one team, it doesn't really create a lot of great offense. Who, who I, has the last shot? I don't know. That's the other thing. None who of has the ball in their hand on the final possession? None of them are pure shooters. <laughs> like... LeBron James' shot has, like, continued uh, to suck over the years. Uh, Kawhi Leonard's gotten better at shooting, but he's not a pure shooter. And Anthony Davis, again, interior-wise, yes. Three-point, I'm not going to rely on it. Yeah. Like, dude, this is just not seeming like a good idea. I know it seems like a great idea to people who like All-Stars and, you know, future Hall of Famers, but... Yeah, they look to, good on an All-Star team because nobody yeah. plays defense against them. Yeah. Yeah, if that's, if that's a bad idea, I've got a very good idea for you. Good versus evil. We'll do that next. Center and Saint on 1080 The Fan. Curtis Trailers has the largest selection of towable RVs in Oregon on site. 22 brands, more than 200 floor plans. Prices starting as low as $89.99. Curtis Trailers in Portland, Beaverton, and CurtisTrailers.com. Men's Club and Ladies League are in full swing at the Cedars on Salmon Creek. Hey, it's Luke Anderson. You've heard me telling you all about the improvements they've made to the course and facilities, but one of the biggest reasons I've made the Cedars my home course is the people. Joe and his team know that the course alone doesn't make a great golf experience. If you're looking to play more golf and join a league, I suggest you talk with my friends at the newly renovated and redesigned Cedars on Salmon Creek. More info at golfcedars.com. 
Brought to you by the Northwest Boat Center. You're invited to the 5th Annual On the Water Boat Show at Tidewater Cove Marina in Vancouver, June 27th through the 30th. Featuring new and used boats and yachts from the area's premier dealers. The Tidewater Cove Marina Boat Show in Vancouver has something for everyone. Admission is free with food and drink available on site. Don't miss it this Thursday, June 27th through the 30th. The Tidewater Cove Marina Boat Show. For hours and directions, visit TidewaterCoveMarina.com. TidewaterCoveMarina.com. The 4th of July is about celebrating America's independence, appreciating freedom, and lighting the sky with fireworks. Nobody does the 4th of July like Grand Slam fireworks, artillery shells, multi-shots, Roman candles, parachutes, and fountains. Whatever you need this 4th of July. Package deals. Buy one, get one free. And up to 70% off. Get world-famous Excalibur just $49.99. Try our new 53-shot Angry Leprechaun or 223-shot High Stepper Grand Finale. Visit GrandSlamFireworks.com to find a Grand Slam location near you. GrandSlamFireworks.com. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the... What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah! Let the sinner and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the titan of Hawaiian restaurants. 808 on 1080 The Fan. I mean, they're rookie. They are already saying, oh, he's going to become a Hall of Famer. He hasn't played a minute in NBA, in NBA court yet. So they were just hyping him so much. I feel like our us veterans just cannot wait for him to just go out there and play against them. That was man who can't travel outside the country, Enos Cantor. The Blazers' big man had himself a big week. Not only did he go on the herd and compare Zion Williamson to Julius Randle for some reason, but now there <laughs> well, are Well, they rumors. both went to Kentucky or yeah. Duke. Yeah, good. Both. Now there's rumors that both the Lakers, Celtics, and Blazers are interested in signing the Turk during free agency period. If we choose not to sign the center, Zach Collins and Myers Leonard would be gifted far more minutes off the bench next season. Do you trust either of these guys to handle Enos's scoring load? Myers had a couple nice playoff games there against the Warriors. I mean, he had 30, he had 16 in a game. It's, it's always been a matter of confidence for him. There's, I don't know. I look at the relationship between Myers Leonard and Terry Stotts, and we've talked about this before, and I feel like if he just can help the kid get over whatever that mental block he has, I think there might be an opportunity. I like the idea of, of Collins, you know, developing into, you know, that more well-rounded all-around player, but I think Myers is just a guy that you need to give a little bit of room to. I kind of like the idea of Cantor not coming back and seeing what those guys can do. If Jimmy Butler really wants to be in Houston, he could threaten to go to the Knicks or threaten to go to the Nets or threaten to go to the Lakers if Philadelphia doesn't cooperate and send him to Houston. And then Philadelphia, not wanting to lose him for nothing, then might have to do business. That was big fat guy who could beat you up and take your lunch money, but he's too big and fat to do so. Brian Windhorse. <laughs> It's hard to really tell what the Houston Rockets are thinking right now. Mark Stein from the New York Times is reporting that the team believes they have a trade partner in place for Clint Capella should they acquire Jimmy Butler. Houston would need to do a sign-in trade with Philly to even make this happen. Does this seem like the right move pairing up Jimmy Butler with what's going on between Chris Paul and James Harden right now? So you're saying that uh, the Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Anthony Davis won't work because they're too ball-centric. 
Meanwhile, adding Jimmy Butler to James Harden and Chris Paul, who already don't have enough basketballs, is a really good idea. Yeah, I cannot figure out what Houston is trying to do and how they haven't ruined this team already with the combination of players they have, plus Mike D'Antoni. It feels like a bunch of poison trying to make medicine. I think that they're really, really banking on the fact that the Warriors won't be as good this year. I, yeah, it's the, the Rockets. I, I can never figure out what they're doing, but it always seems to almost work. So maybe they're smarter than I am. It's like they like took the whole money ball theory and they're like, oh, we're smarter than everyone. Daryl well, Morey's got the master plan. That's it. Well, I mean, that's for sure what they're trying to do. But they yeah. can't beat the Warriors for it's some reason. It's almost. Well, they don't have as good a player. Looking back at any footage. When they acquired Kyrie Irving, I knew that that was going to be a style check because the Boston Celtics played a lot of player movement, ball movement that dictated who got the shot. And you saw Isaiah Thomas flourish in that system and average almost 30 points. That was a guy whose face lets you know someone farted, Jalen Rose. There's another Mark Stein report that the Boston Celtics have emerged as a big-time frontrunner for Kemba Walker. This assumes, of course, that Kyrie Irving is going to leave Boston and go somewhere like, I don't know, Brooklyn. It's also a note that Al Horford already left the Celtics. So let's say Boston does land Kemba Walker. Do you think that makes them finals contenders? Finals contenders? That depends on what happens in, in the East. If Jimmy Butler, I mean, there are reports that he stays with Philadelphia. Philadelphia was one shot away from going to overtime in Game 7 against Toronto, who eventually won the championship. If Kawhi Leonard stays in Toronto, I think that I would probably pick them as the favorite followed by Philadelphia Milwaukee before I would put Boston in there even with Kemba Walker I think it has more to do with what happens around Boston than adding one more piece yeah I don't know Boston's gonna be a wild card in this because for sure again taking away Kyrie Irving it's just the numbers don't lie they were better so it's like I wonder what they'd be like without Kyrie Irving for one whole season and just to make us look dumb uh, Brooklyn won't be in that mix, too, with Kyrie Irving. No, they won't. They'll get they'll even awesome. worse. No, they'll be so good. They'll be so good. Did you see how good Kyrie is? Plus, uh, plus the Knicks with uh, Kevin Durant not playing for them. They're going to be really good, too. <laughs> hey, man. I got Barrett. Yeah. Something, I guess. Do you want R.J. Barrett to be better than Zion just so people can be very wrong? I actually do kind of have that there. He'll have a better career over a period of time. Third overall pick, Michael Jordan. Favorite story of the week. This one comes from Malaysia. Malaysia detains four Indians, seized drugs, and 5,255 turtles. How big are the turtles? Not that big. There's pictures of them. They're very, very small little turtles, but there are over 5,200 of them. So, What do you do with 5,200 turtles? Malaysian Make- authorities have arrested four Indians and seized more than 14 kilograms of drugs and over 5,000 turtles uh, in their luggage at Kuala Lumpur Airport. Uh, they said they found them. They're baby turtles kept in small baskets. Uh, so what do no- they use the turtles for? Is it like those toads that you lick and get a get a high? Can you lick these turtles? I don't think so, man. Why Either that or those turtles are getting into the blow they have. Yeah, get the turtles all high and race them. They're going normal speed. <laughs> oh, yeah, show that turtle. Fast they're going. Um, yeah, I don't know what to make of this story. I, I need to know more about these turtles and what value they have. That's a lot of turtles. And here's my guess. 
is the first time you try to go through the Kuala Lumpur airport with turtles. It's not 52,000 of them. So how many turtles have passed through that airport and not been seized? You know what I mean? You don't just go, hey, I think it's time to sneak some turtles into India or China or wherever they're going. I like turtles. Malaysia Malaysia is where they're going. That's right. Uh, You're trying to sneak turtles into Malaysia. You don't go, let's start with 52,000. Start with what, 40, 100? I mean, that's a pretty easy thing to smuggle, though, when you think about it. Like, is there any animal, and that's, I use the word animal with underlines because you can't say insect. Is there any animal that you could smuggle easier than turtles? I don't think there is. Well, of course there is. Uh, Are we counting fish? No, no fish, just animals. No fish. Fish would probably be harder because you need the water around them. Right. That's and no insects because that's easy. Yeah, I feel like there's probably because think like, about it, they're small enough. They don't move very fast, so yeah. you know they're going to stay in one place. Yeah, might be right. I don't. I don't know what else you could smuggle that would be yeah. harder than that. Mice are tiny, but they're uh, they're fleet of foot. Plus, they're going to chew through crap. Yeah, you don't want them chewing through crap. Turtles aren't going to chew through anything. What's the value of these turtles? I need more on the value of these Penny turtles. Penny a turtle. Penny. A, no, no, but. Yeah, well, there's $52,000. It was 52000 or 5200 No, 5200 $5, So And a penny doesn't equal a dollar. Yeah, I did my math backwards. Um, so a penny a turtle. Yeah, that's not I couldn't even it. do the math. No, it's really hard. It's like 52 bucks, right? <laughs> right? All that smuggling for 52 Yeah, bucks. I'm saying they're, they're worth a lot more than that. So somebody's making soup out of those turtles, and it's worth a lot of money. I'm so guessing. they said that the men had no permits for the turtles and told investigators that the terrapins, estimated to be worth $12,700, were meant to be sold in India. So really, you're going to smuggle over 5,200 uh, turtles for 12 like grand? It, no, no. It doesn't sound at all like they were trying to smuggle it. It sounds like they didn't have their permits. I'm guessing the turtles were out in plain sight. The drugs were probably hidden amongst the turtles. So they stuff. were using the turtles to turtles throw them the off cover. the scent of the blow? Boom. That's what I got. <laughs> it's like coffee in uh, Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> right? Except it's turtles. The turtles were meant to distract from the cocaine. Look at this. We just found some yeah. cocaine. Hey, I figured, those turtles? I, fig- I figured the whole thing out. The math is a little shaky in this segment, and I'm okay with that. They're masterminds. Yeah. But, yeah, the turtles, they were all full of blow be honest they're little <laughs> shells packed in with little balloons full of yeah. you ever seen the movie blow yeah remember the scene they take the doll and then they they put it in water and then the water uh the water breaks down the doll's components and the doll's actually made of cocaine yeah so it's like the turtle the turtle's actually made of cocaine you just throw it in water <laughs> it's not a real turtle all right there's your good versus evil brought to you by our friends at 808 the titan of hawaiian restaurants at 2450 for East Burnside or 52nd and Woodstock. You should go eat there. Their food is good. Uh, hour two, we're gonna get back a little bit into free agency. We've got some baseball talk. we got big fat wieners, and we'll tell you what to watch. It's a very exciting hour two of the Center and the Saints right here on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 